think one of the things I, um, I, I, I struggle with in, in this industry is, and I suppose it's the same in many industries, but it's not how good your product is. It's not um, how sophisticated it is. It's not how well it fixes the problem far too often. It's not these things that often govern whether it's an industry leader or, or, or it, it, it's down so much and so often down to you know, the sales and the marketing rather than the quality of the product. I mean, I guess it's the same in, in any music industry, isn't it? I mean, it's you know, like you could be the best musician in the world. You just never, you, you, you know, it necessarily be a commercial success. It won't ever become mainstream. It won't be the adopted <laughs> Uh, you know the standard and, I, and that that's the struggle i often find that our industry faces as well is that there's so much noise there's so much marketing there's so many acronyms it it, it you know the quality of your technology is sadly one of the, the things that ends up quite far down the list <laughs> like you, you know in terms of your ability to be successful as a security vendor and i find that that's very challenging and that shouldn't well, is, be like that is that is that true though right um i mean mm. like because there's like, and you, you obviously, you know, a lot more than I do, but, um, mm. you know, like certainly that is kind of almost like the playbook that a lot of cybersecurity companies have, right? Like kind of dress it up with some nice marketing and webinars, <laughs> white papers, mm. right? Mm. But like, if you look at the most successful companies, right? Um, they, they, there is some kind of core product quality. And I think that the product, the product quality definition is, I think, changing, right? It's certainly about, you know, threat detection efficacy, but there's also mm. kind of other layers that maybe were kind of less important a while ago, right? Um, I think there's more and more, I think what we see kind of customers really demanding, you know, really high quality support and, you know, customer service, you know, deep integrations into like the rest of the kind of, you know, the SOC toolkit and all the other platforms, mm. whether it's Microsoft or Simrasor, right? Making sure these products are, you know, kind of low overhead, low mm. maintenance. And obviously like, you know, for cybersecurity vendors like us, like we have to have our own like privacy and security, right? Because if we're kind of creating of a bigger problem than we're solving. So I think that like th those seem, I mean, let's get your take, but it seems like those things are actually really important, right? And, you know, for, for, a, for a new market leader, right? Without those, it's going to be impossible to really win. But what, what are your thoughts? You, I, I take your point. I think for me, I mean, like take Sim as an example. Like you, you, I mean, there are some insanely good Sim products out there. And actually I'd argue, like, I'd argue that when you look at some of the market leaders out there in that sim space, like there's some infinitely better ones out there that are much more widely adopted because of the brand. People know the brand. They know that they know the vendor. It's not because it's the best. It's not because it's delivering the most value. It's not because it's easier to deploy. It's not because of their customer success or their support. It's because the, 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 the amount of time they've been in the market. Um, uh, so I, I think that that happens too often. So technology and the quality of the technology in comparison to the others in the market, it, it, in my experience, comes further down the list than it should. Um, you know, it, it, you know, when people that's go right. out to market, yeah. they really do an unbiased comparison about what it is that's going to deliver value. I don't think so. I think more often than not, it's kind of like this feels right, and I, and and the way in which you're going to gauge and whether it feels not or not is like. I, I know the vendor, a partner's perhaps recommended it maybe, or they've been recognized by an analyst for, for the value that that has in some situations. And, 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 I, and I, I'm not convinced that that's necessarily the best way of choosing the best solution for your organization. And yet often that is the case. And I, and I think obviously, and I totally understand as well, because 
you know, people don't want to be the first. Some of these these challenger vendors, some of these small vendors, while their technology is significantly better, it, you know, they're still trying to get adoption. So, but 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 I still stick. I still kind of really think that the quality of the technology is is too far down on the list of the agenda of the, the key decision making criteria for a lot of customers. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I totally I totally see that perspective. Um, mm. And I guess like maybe a uh, not to re- not trying to reverse this interview too no, much, no, but like no, no, um, no, no. you know, do do you think that you know just with the rise of kind of the cloud, right, and the ease of integration of some of these kind of you know cloud native solutions, right? Mm. Uh, many products, you know, including ours, right, you can integrate in one click through the API, right, through Microsoft Google APIs, right, retroactive threat analysis, it doesn't block <clears> emails, right. Um, you know, are there, you think there's gonna be more products like that in the future that are kind of easier to test and therefore some of the importance, you know, and actually just lower time and overhead, right? So you think that like that, those dynamic shifts, right, with kind of the rise of these new kind of cloud native, you know, products that's a, that can That's a really good question. And, and, it, and I, yeah, I actually think that that is a really positive thing because I mean, I think that that is gonna, that is creating that shift because the time it takes to take a product to market and the, and the ease of take, bringing a product to market in comparative terms to like now versus say, I don't know, five years ago is, 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 is considerable. So I think, you know, there will, there's it's much easier. So there's more choice. So I think that it probably is, um, it, it's a, it's a very positive thing. And I think that it's enabled companies that previously would have had no chance of being able to, you know, build something like this that could, that are competing with companies that have been around for years and years and years. Totally. And I think that's a really positive thing. Um, so yeah, perhaps that will create even more of a shift and it will give more, like level that playing field and make the decision-making more about, well, what is it that's going to, you know, like based on value rather than these other things? Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a really good point. I, t- I totally take your point. Yeah. And, and in some ways, like, I feel like, uh, you know, not to, not to brag about abnormal security too much, but like, it's no. always like abnormal security is an example of like that, that shift, right? You're just exactly. like, what are the, what's kind of the case against abnormal security, right? It's going to email security where there's, you know, secure gateway incumbents have been doing it for 20 years or 20 X bigger, Right. Normal securities founders don't come from cybersecurity, right? It's only, it's a three-year-old company, right? Mm-hmm. And to use it, you have to give access to all your email data, right? Like it's like a huge risk and like, it's probably a pain, right? But despite that, right, you know, we're only a three-year-old company. Today, we protect 5% of the Fortune 500. Wow. So like, I think in, you know, if you went back a decade, right, and you had the same dynamics, like that wouldn't have been possible. I think the reason we've seen probably so much adoption and growth you know, I hope it's like part of due to our awesome product, but I think the other reason is what we talked about, which is the kind of speed of integration, right? And, um, you know, just that that all comes from these cloud native architectures, right? So I think that that's one data, or at least I think at Roma's one data point about that that shift. And so, you know, I, I hope the industry will focus more and more on, you know, product efficacy, right? As that becomes easier with these new architectures. 